0: You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman, Ian Beckles, on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. Uh, During these tough times, uh, we're hoping that there's some football news out there to keep our minds off of things. Um, Obviously, there's no season as this moment. The draft is going to continue, but we're just dealing with this coronavirus thing. It is affecting the NFL, obviously, uh, with the draft. Um, NFL news, Tom Dempsey uh, passed last week. He's the uh, New Orleans kicker. Um, he was born with half a foot, I believe, and half a, and no hand, and uh, had the record for a 62 yards, I think it was back in the day, for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, he passed from coronavirus, so I thought that was a sad situation. Other than that, you haven't heard a whole lot of names of players that have been Infected, which is good. Um, in this day and age that everybody's quarantined and you can't go to a restaurant and nobody's on the streets, you know, it's, it's a, for me, it's a tough time to be talking about sports and the leagues. You know, listen, I want sports as next, as much as the next person. I can't watch Ozark anymore. Okay. I've watched all of them almost and I just started last week. All right. So I, I, I have to find ways of, you know, substituting for all the damn sports that I watch, which is a lot. I mean, sports is my life. But I'm also a person that I think I'm realistic enough to realize that sports ain't that damn important. All right. It's important. I understand that, but it ain't that damn important. And when people are talking about, you know, the draft and the draft should go on. Okay. Cause nobody's getting hurt from everybody drafting from their homes. But when you're talking about basketball and baseball and football, talking about leagues, without fans. But let's think about this for a second. And I know the average fan always goes back to, well, damn, they're making so much damn money. Let's forget about money for a second. Let's talk about just being a human being. Let's see how important that is. So you have a league, let's say, for instance, the uh, baseball. Baseball's talking about coming back up and going to Arizona and quarantining the baseball players and not having any fans and playing a league. My problem with this is you're going to quarantine a baseball player for three months. What I mean quarantine, I don't mean you can just go to Walgreens and go to Walmart and Publix. No, no, no. If they're in Arizona and they start a league with no fans, that means the players can go from their hotel room to the playing to the park and back. That's it. They, they, they cannot be exposed or nobody, they won't even let them drive. Can't. Because if one person gets exposed, they all have it. Every last one of them. To me, sports isn't that damn important. The problem is, you know, if we start back up baseball, all we're doing is caring about millionaires and billionaires. And that's not me being salty, but what I really care about, the millionaires and billionaires are going to be fine. What I really care about is the people in concessions and the people that are vendors. How are they going to make money? They're not going to make any money if there's no fans out there. So why do I give a crap about millionaires and billionaires, okay? I don't. I really don't. I, I'm caring about the little people. And, you know, I do care about the athletes as well. Think about somebody like Mike Trout who has a kid on the way, his first kid. You think Mike Trout's going to be quarantined for three months and not see the birth of his kid? You, if, you, if you were quarantined, you can't go see the birth of your kid. What if you have a kid that di- was just born and you got to leave for three months? So you can leave a one-month-old kid for three months? You think that's wise? You're not going to see a one-month-old kid for three months. What do you think happens in three months when you have a one-month-old kid? You know how much development happens in that time? Those are important times. You can't miss that. There I mean, ain't enough millions of dollars to miss that for me. And we're worried about millionaires and billionaires, and that's it. I'm worried about the little people. So all this stuff about playing seasons without fans, to me, is poppycock. I, I just don't think it's possible. I don't think it's that important, and then I don't think it's feasible. I really don't. You're gonna, you don't think that their athletes are going to be exposed to anybody else. What's going to happen if an athlete's in the middle of a season and their wife comes out with coronavirus? What's going to happen? You're just going to stay where you are, quarantine, and who's going to take care of your kids? It's not fair. It's not fair. There's no way it's going to happen. Now, the NFL draft is going to continue on. Um, Roger Goodell is going to be making the picks from his basement. Um, All the different GMs and presidents and everything are going to be doing it from their houses, you know, via Skype and phones and stuff like that. Um, You know, I have no problem with this. It's not hurting anybody. You know, it's, it's gonna be. There's gonna be has some glitches probably. You know, there's, you know, there's gonna be some trades and, but it's it's probably gonna be less eventful than it normally was. And you know, the draft was turning into, um, you know, very Hollywood. Okay, maybe that's good. We we're bringing it back a little bit. Um, it's just gonna have to be a little bit less technical. That's all. So we'll see how that works out. Um, everybody's worried about, What's, what happens the GMs can't, listen, they're fine. They used to do it exactly like this. In 1989, when I was, in 1990 when I was drafted, they did it just like this, on the phone. It ain't that damn hard, it really isn't. So the draft's gonna go by, it's gonna be fine. Um, you know, the Buccaneers, uh, I'm still leaning towards an offensive lineman, A um, running back maybe in the second round uh, after that. You know, it's uh, the best player available. And, you know, there's so many different Scenarios, once again, I, I'm not doing a mock draft, nor will I ever. Um, Tua is a big wild card here. Some saying Tua goes first. Some people think he's going third, fifth. Some people say he goes second round. But for me, somebody like Tua, um, who gets hurt every single year, okay? And I heard an, an interview with Tua, and he said, it's been unfortunate that I got hurt every year. I don't, really, I don't believe in like luck and unfortunate. Listen, I was a player in college that was banged up. I, I, I think I missed, I didn't miss any game, but I had to be taken out of some games because of a high ankle sprain. So I missed some time in college because of a high ankle sprain. I also missed a lot of time in the league because of a high ankle sprain and other things as well. Um, You know, being injury prone is a thing. Being durable is a thing, okay? And I think it's a lot of it's genetics. Like the, the great Derek Brooks, who I played with, and who has the record for consecutive starts and game of games with the Buccaneers and probably will never be broken. I remember being in the training room talking about Paul Gruber beating the record. And I don't remember whose record he beat, maybe was Leroy Samuels. not quite sure who it was, but Gruber had the record for the most consecutive starts. And as we're talking about in the training room, Derek Brooks, as a rookie, he walks by and he says, I'll beat that. And I was like, what? In my head, I'm like, you have the audacity in your rookie year, to say you're going to beat somebody's streak? How do you know that? I'll be damned if Derek Brooks didn't beat it. That's not a coincidence to me. I don't believe in coincidences. Derek Brooks has never had a surgery, okay? I've had plenty. We played the same game, the same way, and Derek Brooks never had a surgery. So, in the past, quarterbacks that have been beat up and hurt and injured in college also got injured in the NFL. That's just the way it is. And you see players like Peyton Manning and Brett Favre and Eli Manning and Tom Brady in there. And a lot of these old school guys, you know, they, they played forever and didn't get hurt. It ain't the same anymore. It's just not, it's not the same anymore. I wouldn't take two in the second round if he was there. Nope. I just, I just I'm not doing it. I think what you did in college, talent-wise, that's great. You just got to the talent. There's no way if you can't go through an 11-game college season ever, that you think you're going to go through 16-game NFL seasons one after another after another. It doesn't work that way. And sure, a lot of the injuries weren't the same. That doesn't matter to me. And, you know, whether it's Tua or Burrow or Herbert, you know, when you take a young quarterback as a rookie and you put him on a shitty team, it doesn't usually work out, okay? Look in the past, a lot of quarterbacks that have early success were put on better teams, and a lot of the team, quarterbacks that were drafted very high. There's exceptions, obviously. You know, Peyton Manning being one, there's others. A lot of them got drafted high, just it doesn't work. It just it never works. It, Burrow going to Cincinnati, odds are it doesn't work. That's the odds. Because Cincinnati sucked, and and they have an organizational situation that sucks. And then Burrow or nobody can take care of that. They they can't fix that. So Cincinnati's just not a good organization. Cleveland's been trying forever. Tampa Bay's been trying forever. Tampa Bay's has never had a quarterback sign a second contract in the history of the team. Isn't that ridiculous? There's quarterbacks out there that want out. I guess Deshaun Watson wants out, and him and Bill O'Brien are just not seeing eye to eye. Um, You know, when you get rid of Hopkins, who was his go-to guy, I think he 30% of his targets went to Hopkins. When you get rid of that guy, uh, Deshaun Watson's not going to be real happy. But I guess the Dolphins, the Pats, and the Raiders were thinking about a trade. Uh, The Dolphins, I get it. You know, to me, if the the Dolphins can get Deshaun Watson, trade that first first pick, man. Trade that first pick and get you some more picks. And they have a bunch of picks as it is. So, you know, going into the draft, you know, once again, I don't like to get very specific over individual players because I'm I'm not a scout. I just kind of know what teams need, and especially the Buccaneers, I know what they need. But next week uh, is going to be the week that we start really getting to depth a little bit about who the Bucks may draft. And once again, I'm not dumb enough to sit here and try to tell you I'm an expert in it, because I'm not, and I haven't watched any college film at all, nor do most of the experts. I'm doing air quotes right now. You know, guys like Mel Kiper, who I can't stand. I don't know if Mel Kiper watches any film. I really don't. A lot of these guys, I mean, they've been wrong from day one, and they're always wrong. So I don't like all that expertise, so to speak. So next week, I'm going to bring in Mark Cook, the computer report and mark is a guy who does watch film and i know he does and um yeah you know he's got a good grasp of what's going on especially here with the buccaneers so next week i'm gonna have uh, mark cook from the pew report on uh, via skype so we'll be uh, chatting you with you guys here um next week and getting like i said a little bit more in depth about the uh, buccaneers draft but if anybody ever has any questions for me it's ian beckles at radioinfluence.com. Make sure you're uh, listening to the other podcasts as well at Around the Inch Monday through Friday, three to seven, doing right here from the premise and uh, having a good time doing it, being very, very comfortable. And I hope everybody's keeping themselves com- comfortable during these very, very trying times because uh, we're being tested, everybody, and hopefully everybody figures out a way to pass that test. So thank you for listening in. This has been In the Trenches. Next week, we'll have a little bit more draft talk. But uh, once again, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful week and please be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Initiate procedure. Now, stand by for the MJ Morning Show. The MJ Morning Show is back. Hi, it's MJ. Join me along with Froggy and Fester. We're going to bring you up to speed on what's been happening since our last show. We'll even reveal never-before-heard stories from the past, including some infamous controversies. This is the great MJ Morning Show that you remember. With regular new episodes, we'll even have some of the crazy cast of characters on, like Dave the Dwarf and more. The all-new MJ Morning Show. Morning Show podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, on the iHeartRadio app, and RadioInfluence.com.